It's an old proverb of management that culture eats strategy for breakfast. As a veteran of 20 reorganisations of the structure of the NHS, I can tell you that culture eats structure for breakfast, lunch, dinner and afternoon tea if that is on offer. Culture. Culture, the set of assumptions that Edgar Schein calls them, the set of assumptions that an organisation has learned from dealing with external pressures and internal tensions that help people make sense of the world in which they live. Now there are many types of culture and one of them is the safety culture and the safety culture itself is often said to have four components. The first is a reporting culture that people should report when things go wrong. The second is a just culture. The third is a flexible culture and the fourth a learning culture. And of course the first two are interrelated. That it's hard to get a reporting culture if people feel they're going to be blamed or punished or fired. And there's a great little book called Whack-A-Mole named after a computer game in which uh, you, I believe, bash a mole whenever it sticks its nose out of a hole in the ground. And that's what many people feel happens if they report mistakes. So the concept of the just culture is one that is receiving increasing attention. And just culture, the subheading being Balancing Safety and Accountability, is a book by Sidney Decker. Sidney Decker is a very distinguished person in the field of human factors and flight safety, and he's an instructor pilot at Lund University School of Aviation. But he's also studied healthcare and been studied by healthcare for a number of years. Now, the subtitle of the book, Balancing Safety and Accountability, is very important. Because we need to think of the way in which we balance the two things of accountability and safety. So, here's, uh, here's the way in which he describes it, and I'm quoting his words now. Responding to calls for accountability by saying that crimes may have been committed is not likely to lead you to justice or improve safety. People will feel unfairly singled out, and disclosure of safety problems will suffer. A just culture then also pays attention to safety, so that people will feel comfortable to, firstly, bring out information about what should be improved, secondly, allow the organisation to invest resources in improvements of a safety dividend, rather than deflecting resources to legal protection and limiting liability. His bottom line is that, a just culture means getting to an account of failure that can do two things at the same time. It can satisfy demands for accountability and contribute to learning and improvement. I'll just repeat those things. It can satisfy demands for accountability and contribute to learning and improvement. That's the concept of a just culture. Now, of course, culture creation and the shaping of culture is something that is only just being studied and taught and learned. The big influence for me has been Edgar Schein, whose book is called Culture and Leadership. And he emphasises that culture and shaping culture is what distinguishes leadership from management. So the leadership of an organisation has to create a just culture. And they can do it in a number of ways. Firstly, by 
writing and talking about it, but secondly, about how they behave. Here's Sidney Decker's guidelines on how to create a just culture. He says, and I'm quoting, A staggered approach to building a just culture is this. Step one. Start in your own organisation. Make sure people know their rights and duties. Step two. Decide who draws the line in your own organisation. Step three. Protect your organisation's data from outside probing. Step four. Agree on who draws the line in your own country. Just culture. Balancing, safety and accountability. Decker's book is full of fascinating case studies, full of fascinating chapters. For example, Are All Mistakes Equal? And then there's an interesting chapter uh, which is called, in quotes, You've Nothing to Fear If You've Done Nothing Wrong. So, safety culture. When things go wrong, it's not just an individual. We need safety systems ways in which the risk of error can be reduced. The surgical checklist promoted by Atul Gawande, for example, is a safety system. But at least as important as the safety system is the safety culture. And remember, there are four aspects to the safety culture. A flexible culture in which people work together and change and support one another. A learning culture in which lessons are learned and things get better a reporting culture, and that can only flourish if there's a just culture, best described by Sidney Decker in his book of the same name, subtitled Balancing Safety and Accountability. <laughs>